Well, finally on this podcast, we tackle uh, one of the defining political films of the end of history. Uh, I'm going to stop. <laughs> the, the, the first rule of Michael and us is every movie is the end of history. Uh, now, I'd also like to read briefly from an article by Mr. Roger Ebert called A Seat in the Balcony with Bill Clinton. This is from February 3rd, 2000. Towards the very end of Bill Clinton's presidency, uh, Ebert and him got together in the White House to have a discussion about some recent movies. The president uh, is actually quite a cinephile. I don't know if you know Imagine being a fly on the wall in that conversation. Think of the things you'd learn. I mean, uh, you can be because there is video footage of it that you can look up on YouTube right now. And there's also Ebert's article, which I'm going to quote from now. Uh, So Clinton enjoyed Three Kings by David O. Russell. He enjoyed American Beauty. Quoting from uh, Ebert, Clinton also found David Fincher's Fight Club, last fall's anti-consumerist movie with Brad Pitt and Edward Norton, quote, quite good, unquote. The film began with an attack on prosperity. (laughs) Very, that's very eloquent. (laughs) (laughs) The film began with an attack on prosperity, which its heroes found so empty that they founded secret clubs where they could seek meaning in their lives by beating one another up. Norton and Pitt played their roles really well, Clinton said. And and Helena Bonham Carter was a very compelling figure in it. I'm just resisting the urge to make a joke about Bill Clinton and secret clubs. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, continuing from the article, but it was, quote, a little too nihilist, unquote, for him, Clinton said. It's simply not true that the material advances we've had are inherently bad or empty. They give you the power to define your life more. Oh, man. And I don't. Yes. And I don't mean just for rich people. I mean, people who have a decent middle class life. It's not all there is to life, but it creates the possibility of fashioning a life that has integrity and meaning. And then later on, they talk about American beauty. And Clinton says, I think in a funny way, it's like Fight Club. It's like there's got to be more to life than this. Okay, so we've got this nice little neat suburban lifestyle and we're comfortable. And now what? It was also a disturbing movie, but I thought it was an amazing film. Kevin Spacey was amazing. Annette Bening was great. The kids were just great. So anyway, that's the extent of the discussion about those two films. I mean, I'm so glad that you read that from Bill Clinton. How much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? You know, it's a film that's trying to grapple with the culture of the 1990s. Uh, and it's a film where the characters recognize that, like, there's something wrong with this. There's a spiritual crisis. They don't have the triumphalism that, like, a Bill Clinton has about it or whatever. They can't share in any of that. But I think this thing I just read from is correct to point out that, like, they're also not able to look beyond it either. I mean, it's like, who, who was it that described this as an anti-capitalist movie? I mean, it's not at all. It's an anti-consumerist movie, which is really not the same thing. Um, there are strands of the right, I think pretty minority ones, but strands of the right that will critique consumerism and stuff like that. You know, parts of the alt-right actually did embrace this idea that there's like a wider spiritual crisis born out of, you know, decadence and stuff like that, which is also something that, you know, fascism classically kind of believed in. As did a lot of right-wing commenters in the 90s as well in addition to robert bly there was there was all that stuff like amusing ourselves to death you know that once popular book about how tv is eroding the spirit of the nation but then in the 90s you also have uh you know you have a a left that's been taking l's for 30 years and it's like when i uh, started thinking of myself as being on the left most of what you found, it was this like anti-consumerism, anti-globalization stuff, because we couldn't do anti-capitalism anymore. There was no alternative. Like we'd given up on that. It's like, even if you were a critic of the status quo, even if you felt uncomfortable with the existing order, 
what could you do? Well, you could you could say that brands were too prolific or whatever. And by the way, I, I, if it sounds like I'm making an allusion to Naomi Klein's No Logo, I suppose I partly am. And I'm not knocking the book, actually. I, I was revisiting it recently. and It still has a lot to offer us. But definitely Adbusters, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, Adbusters uh, was a big part of that. I mean, this was, I've talked about this before, but this was kind of like what was around. As well as Michael Moore, frankly, like his TV shows, TV Nation and The Awful Truth and a movie like The Big One are very much concerned with here's a corporation that's done a bad thing so let's go to the office and protest the bad thing they've done you can't protest or posit an alternative to the structure that made the corporation do the bad thing or in which it's operating what you can do is go and hold a placard up that says like you know be nicer to the rainforest or something like that 